0: Hey talkers, what is up? How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Man, the music is good in this place. We bumping right now. Sounds good. Hey, how's it going, guys? How is it going? So great to see you on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday morning on your drive to work. You're coming home from work. You're going to work. Um, you're going to your baby mama's house. I mean, hey, your business is your business, but thanks for joining in and listening in. I appreciate it. Um, it's nice to be back here with you guys this week. Um, also let's get some housework out the way before we jump right into our BOS. Um, hey, so I did release, we have a new series on the Kyle talks podcast where it's called Ficonomy, finance, economy, and everything in between and how it affects you. That's what we do. Every Saturday, you'll see an episode of me. Um called FICONOMY, Phi where we specifically talk about what's going on um in the economy, what's going on with like the finances of the world, and how the affects your own personal economy and how that affects your own personal finances. Um, I make it super easy to understand. Um I graduated with uh bachelor's in business administration of finance, and you know that's what I do in my job currently. I just want to bring it to you guys in bite-sized chunks to make it more digestible, to be able to understand it better, because it matters, and not a lot of people talk about it because it's a bad word, right? Well, we're making it not a bad word. We're going to be open to talk about finances and open to talk about what's going on and how we can get better. We communicate with each other. That's what we do on this podcast. That's how talkers do it. That's just how it goes. So The Kyle Talks episode, as you can see, will happen every Wednesday and Thursday still, None of that is changing. You'll still get my weekly episodes of Kyle Talks. But every Saturday, you'll get probably like a 10 to 15-minute episode of Iconomy where I give you quick five points about what's going on and how it applies to you. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back and listen to it. You'll learn a lot. It's good for you. It'll treat you right. Um, so there's that. So they're two separate things, totally separate. They're just happening at the same time. So I want to expand our podcast repertoire. You like that word, huh? Podcast repertoire. Just so we can develop some consciousness here, some thinking, we can talk to each other, we educate each other, and all that good stuff. So thanks for the support on that. I've gotten feedback from a lot of close friends, a lot of people who just watch the podcast. A lot of people say, I'll download it, but I'm not really interested. And hey, you should probably listen and like pay attention, but it's okay if you don't listen, but everyone should care about their... Um personal finances and your economy. Don't just kind of like glide yourself through it. You should care about it because you can set yourself up better for success. So there's that whole jargon out the way. There's that. So please go check that out. Um, the new job, guys, you know, I started a new company. I'm keeping them separate, but I want to still share my experience with you guys. And it's been great. I've been there now for two weeks. Oh, about to be two weeks, right? At the end of this week, when you're hearing this podcast episode. But it's been great. I've been having so much fun. I've been learning so much. And I can't wait to apply of what I've been learning with you guys in future episodes. And then one more thing before we jump in, Um, our interviews. We were supposed to have an interview lined up, and then it didn't work out. Here's a little hint. It's with an L.A. producer. They're busy. I get it. It's all good. So you will not be getting an interview next week, but they are coming soon. Um, Don't mean to let you guys down, but I don't have, you know, I'm trying to build this thing where I reach out to people and get them on the show. And it's been kind of successful. But I'll tell you, these people are busy. And I'm not even targeting like high level people yet. These people are like starting their business or they have a foundation and they're already like midway through it. So they're getting a bigger name. And man, these people are busy. So whenever you see a podcast, where you have these people with like huge names on there. They probably set that up way in advance. Unless they're super close and they just make time because they're super close to each other, like as friends or acquaintances. So there's that. So let's jump into our BOS question. If you don't know what our BOS question of the day is, is before opening show. So I have a email account. And if you guys want to send me a question about finances, uh, personal journey, literally anything, send your questions in to Kyle talks podcast at gmail.com and put BOS in the subject line. And you have a chance for your question. Not a chance. It'll probably be read. We don't have a lot of them. Uh, And I say that, and that's okay. I'm not saying that weird. That's okay. We're building something here. Um, So I will read it on the podcast, and we'll talk about it, and then we jump into the show. So that's how you get connected with that. So let's jump into today's question by Social Bear Juicer. Hey, Kyle. Love the podcast. Found you recommended on Spotify. I enjoy listening to... I enjoy... I'm so bad at reading. I enjoy listening to smaller podcasters... Feels like there's more pa. He or she put pasio. I think you meant passion. It feels like there's more passion. And I would agree. I have the same thing with like YouTube and Twitch commentators. I wanted to ask how to be confident and talk well like you do in situations where you may not be as educated or confident. You're doing great and can't wait to see you grow. Thanks for taking my question. Well, social bear juicer at gmail.com. I appreciate the question. Thanks for, I'm glad I'm on Spotify. I was just telling one of my good buddies, I have like a, my, not a huge following, but like the majority, the vast majority of my following is on iTunes. And I want to try to get that shifted over to Spotify. I know that's where people grow. So I'm trying to get more of a Spotify footprint. So I'm glad. Also, I don't know how to use Spotify. Is there a way to look for smaller creators on there? Cause I have one, but I just use it to manage this podcast. Never have used it. I used to use it to listen to Joe Rogan and this, to be awesome, to be honest. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate you. Now, how to talk and talk well and seem educated and confident when you're not. Um, So if you're not confident, there's so many different things that go into like acting like you're confident. Here's what here's this great little nugget that will answer this question and I'll leave you with it to chew on it. When I was playing community college football before all my offers and stuff like that, one of my coaches by the name of Coach Joey Shy, he played for the Patriots, and he's a fantastic, huge man. I mean huge. He's a great man, though. Love that man to death. He told me one thing. In our weight room, we were getting yelled at because we messed up. He was chewing us out. He asked one of my teammates a question. He answered, you know when you answer and you don't know the question? He's "Uh, I don't. uh This? And it sounds like you're answering with a question? Um, he used very colorful language, told him how dumb he is, and then gave us this great piece of advice. He said, always speak and act and talk and carry yourself like you know what the heck you're doing. And if you turn out wrong, you just didn't mean to be. I think about that a lot. I follow that rule a lot. So when you talk about something you're maybe not as confident in, talk like you are. And then if you turn out not, oh sorry, didn't mean to be, but I am confident. You know, it's like this weird pseudoscience where like you trick yourself into being confident and eventually you do become confident or whatever. Specifically, on the other hand, about being educated, if you're not educated about something, people think it's weird to say, hey, I need to come back and answer this question later. I don't really know. So if you give me like a day or two, I can do some more research and let you know where I stand. A lot of people don't do that. They think that's like weird, like you're some weak individual If you do that and if you've been on social media, you know exactly I'm talking about. No, you're not You're a stand-up individual. If you say hey I'm a little ignorant in this subject. I don't know But if you give me like a week or some time so I can study it and land on a position I would love to talk with you Uh, I would love to talk with you about it then but only then You are a powerhouse omega person if you have the cojones to say that to someone because one you're you're a um what am i trying to say here one you're exemplifying that you have some knowledge and you're you're aware of what you don't know and two it's a power move you're telling them i need more time to discuss and then we can come back together and discuss stuff on my terms when i figure it out but it comes off as don't don't say it like super rude like hey i don't know i need some more time and we can come back and we could talk about it and have a conversation then that is the move if you don't know just say it come off confident while you say it and be confident and you'll be okay. So those are my two biggest. If you don't know, just educate yourself. And then speaking um, and all that, just act confident. Act like you know what you're saying. Act like you, if you're saying the truth. And if it turns out wrong, don't be weird about it. It's like, oh, I didn't mean to be. It's crazy. It works 10 times out of 10. But let's jump in today's episode. Thank you so much, Social Bear Juicer, for that. Today's episode, we are talking about leadership isn't pretty, it's gritty. Why? Why? Not the dance. We're not talking about the gritty dance. The gritty dance is hard, though. I love the gritty dance. It's a 10 out of 10 dance. If you ask myself, I love it. We're talking about gr- the grittiness of leadership. So let me give you some backstory of where I wanted to come here and with why with this episode. I've been doing a lot of training, as you know, at my new job and um. I've been seeing a lot of good leaders around me and I'm starting to connect with other professionals in my area, um, other cohorts who have managed to get like bigger jobs at like Apple and Google and stuff like that. And I'm asking them like, how does leadership look like at those levels? I'm curious. What does it look like? There's a very clear difference I could tell you right now, just from a two week experience. Leadership at startups is vastly different than leadership at like, You're huge, huge companies, right? And I can literally tell you that just from two weeks. There's a clear difference. A lot of my cohorts have told me the same thing. In that same like sentence, though, there are so many different styles of leadership. There's so many different ways to hold yourself as leader, carry yourself as a leader, listen to a leader, and just act like a leader. Today, we're acting about leadership. And here's what I've noticed, especially coming from um, school. So that's what kind of got me on the thought, right, of why to do this episode. So I've been conversing with a lot of people about this. And then coming from, I mean, most of my people who listen, were all Zoomers, right? Most of us, I'm a Zoomer. Most of my like listeners are Zoomers. We have a lot of younger, or I mean, we have a lot of older millennials, I guess, or younger millennials, one of the two. But mainly, we're like 20 to like 27. We have a couple of boomers here, but we love them. We love our boomers. We appreciate everyone here. Um, Mainly people as my age, right? Like 24 or 25. We're all kind of the same age who listen here. So what does that mean? When I went to university, and let me also, it was also a Christian university, but I've also been to other schools, you know, playing football, blah, blah, blah. There is such like this fascinationship with wanting to be a leader, Among like our generation. I've seen it. I'm sure most of you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Like everyone wants, and of course, you have like YouTube and media influencers, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a leader, right? There's nothing wrong. That's not what I'm saying. The problem is. The problem is that people like want all the benefits of leadership without without knowing truly what leadership is and what it looks like what it entails and how gritty it is it can look pretty on the outside especially when it's like wow this guy has all these um has all these things they have all what they want they have all these connections they know all these people um not in my situation but there's other leaders who have like great cars like those. like wow leadership looks so pretty bro you are just looking, brother or sister, you are just looking at the outside, having no idea what the past and the inside looks like of that. Now, oh, let me also say this. I'm, I'm going to remind you guys every podcast. I'm chasing my goals, right? The point of this podcast is we're learning everything about society, culture, and business so we can all get to our version of success. So um, I would consider myself a leader in some areas. I just think of myself as a good leader. Not in a weird way where I'm super cocky about it, but I also haven't arrived. If you get what I'm saying, I haven't arrived to that point where I can say like I've made my version of success and I can't wait to mentor and lead other people there too. I'm still getting there. I'm working my way there. I have mentors who are mentoring me still. I'm getting poured into. I want to make it very clear. I'm not saying like I've arrived and I want to tell you guys how to get there. I'm still arriving. I'm still learning. So that's why I think this podcast is going to be valuable with everything that I said, because I want to share with some of you what I've learned about my very small circumstances in leadership, some of my mentors I've seen in leadership, and some people who just get leadership wrong and people who just idolize having a platform or stage because it looks pretty from the outside when it's not. Continuing on with that same exact thought. So some forms of leadership I've had, um, definitely in my church with like youth and young adults and stuff like that. I've helped volunteered at some nonprofit stuff. Um, I, a lot of time in my workplace too. So now I was a resident assistant at my university. Um, I was definitely what I was, what I call a small local leader um, and small local leaders make such huge impacts. We'll get into that later though. And I have some leadership and not formal, but in my workspace, let me go on a side tangent. Retail leadership for the most part is terrible, they usually do and say stuff just to get that position and forget about everyone lower than them. I just got out of retail two weeks ago. So this is still fresh for me. I know exactly what it's like. It's terrible. Most there are, good retail leaders, but they are so far, so far few and in between. I can maybe count on one hand all the ex truly like good. I'm not even talking about exceptional or like beyond amazing, just good leaders, maybe on one hand out of my whole And I've worked with retail my whole life just minus these past two, two weeks. So I know how it goes, right? Side tangent over leaders are so hard to find. And when anyone gets any kind of leadership, or power, I'll use those a little simoniously, I'm sorry, I can't speak, but you know exactly, synonymously, there it is, you know what I meant though, because one of them do have the other, they both kind of play off each other, and like you get the smallest amount of leadership, the smallest amount of power, and it's like, oh, yep, I've made it, I've arrived, no emotional intelligence whatsoever is being applied to their diag- to their diagnosis of being a leader so why why is leadership gritty? why is it not pretty Kyle okay Kyle I get it why is it not pretty do you re- most people don't realize the work the dirty work that you sit with being a leader sitting with people now if you're a leader you're a leader of people you can't be a leader of nothing else you have to be a, like a leader of people is what I'm talking you can be a leader of what? The squirrels, like, I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'll get a zookeeper. We can talk about that later. But we're talking about a leader that sets example for people. People see like, wow, I want people to come for, for me to advise, to know what to do. What do you know how to do? Or what can you share with me that's of value to me so I can learn? If anything, why would I listen to you? And that sounds harsh, but it's the reality. Why would you listen to someone who doesn't have the same goals of you or aspires the same thing to you or wants to take you where you're going for yourself? You're wasting your time. And that sounds harsh. I know it does, but it's the reality. You don't mean that negative, but there's some people like I want to be listened to. Okay, what what do you have to say that's of use to me? How can you be a leader in my finances in my life? Or how can you be a leader in how to show love to other people in my life? Like how can you guide me in those things? You have to be able to guide someone. And see so you look at someone and says, like, Wow, they have influence, now power, but they don't see the times that you've cried at night. They don't see the times that like you had to deal with hard situations with people and you're dealing with a lot of requests from different people at once. So I love using myself as an example because I always give myself permission and I hope it's a great learning tool for you because I'm still learning from some of my experiences as a leader. But when I was a resident assistant RA in my university, I had a floor of about how much? 20, 25, 30, 30 dudes most. It wasn't 30, but let's just say 30 at most, right? And that was tough that was hard because you don't, I mean, we're all young men. I was like 23. Is this only like two years ago? Yeah. I was 22, 23 at the time. Everyone else is the same age as me. We're all living on our own. And it's like, you don't realize the stuff that people like care with. And as an RA, I, I was a friendly RA. I would like to think I was friendly and very courteous and kind and promoted a good, healthy social space in our like floor. But people come with you to stuff. That's like, heavy and it's like how can we now na- how can i navigate this with you or you're going with this issue with someone how can i stand up and be an advocate for you when no one else wants to be how can i stand up for you when it may be uncool to stand up for you or speak with you and that's the hardest part so long story short without getting into names or anything like that i had a resident um i don't think this resident was mine but i think they heard of one of my residents talk about like our floor program and agenda. Um, they came and talked to me and they're like, Hey, I'm kind of going through this um, with this person. They're making fun of this aspect of who I am. And I don't know how to do it. I first thing I was like, well, who's your RA? Why don't you go tell your RA? And they're like, well, I just felt more comfortable with you. Cause I ran a basketball little thing where we got together every week and just played basketball. It was huge. It was so much fun. And they're like, I participated in that a couple of times. I just want to ask, like, can you like, you help me out with this? Like, is this cool? Like, what do I do? And it's like, whoa, how do you handle the responsibility of someone coming and respecting you enough and trusting you enough to help with this issue? Now it sounds super base level, but that is in essence what leadership is standing up for other people who can't do it for themselves and guiding them to a better version of themselves or whatever they're looking for. That's gritty. We had to have meetings. I talked with the t- residents. It was a, it was like this thing, right? And it was hard because you have to like, well, I'm going to stand up for what's right, but sometimes it's a process. It's annoying, but like that level of trust that you build with people just by being there for them. That's how you start. That's saying something of value to them, being there for them in the grittiness of dealing with this situation. I'm getting made fun of, or this is happening to me. And and you, you pick the example, something like that and showing up in that and not like shutting down or wanting to speak up for people. Um, for another, not, let me say this. I'm not saying for examples, right? Like I'm, I'm such a fantastic, I think of myself as a leader, but I'm not using examples of myself to brush my own ego. Okay. That's not what I'm doing, but I want to share some of my circumstances as a leader to show how sometimes crappy it can be. So my most recent example, um, that I can share with you guys. So when I worked at target, um, the target I came from has some of the most amazing team members I have ever seen in my life. People that care, but the such poor, poorly mismanaged uncommunicative people of of existence as managers and leaders at that store it's unfortunate um i will only speak constructively critical of that store i'll never say anything super negative cuz that's super toxic and it's not helpful to nobody but i mean leadership there was poorly poorly Did I mention poorly mismanaged and not being able to communicate with each other? So there is this idea. Let me give you the rundown of how Target works, right? There's the front end. And the front end, they deal with guest service. They deal with cashiers. They deal with helping people pick orders. And they also do drive up. Those are four things. That's a lot when you at a busy store, okay? if if, When you're at even bigger stores, that's a lot, right? So there's a conversation between the store director and a newly appointed team lead. I was just a team member, so I'm like your basic pleb person, right? But the store director was having a conversation with someone who was just named a new team lead and the store director was saying, well, how co- we can have drive up, you know, drive up who go out in the super hot, super cold, carrying down orders up and down stairs, pulling orders from all over the store and then the little thing, handing it to cars and walking back and forth, walking five miles plus a day. We should have them when they're not busy or in between orders, come to the cashier lane and help people out with the cashier line. And I was like, what? I looked at my coworkers. They looked at me all weird. My other like coworker looked at me weird and like we're shaking our head. And I'm like, their store director obviously is ignorant of what goes on in the front end. So I'm like, I couldn't be quiet about it. I'm like, that idea is so atrocious that I literally can't even believe you're suggesting this. And if you are suggesting this idea, then I have to be under I have to be under the understanding that you have zero to little clue about what happens. This is what I was thinking. I didn't say this. You have to have zero to little clue what happens in the front end to even suggest a ludicrous idea such as that. And when I hear something like I have to say I can't be quiet. I can't. Kyle quiet those things don't go together. I have to say something. I have a voice, it's big, it's loud, I have a presence, I have to use that. So I walked up and I said, hey, I understand I'm not a team member. And the store director instantly said, you're not. I was like, okay, that was weird. But I was like, I have to say that that idea sounds so far from what is actually beyond doable at this store. It's a little excessive. And I got looked at so weird. Uh, Store director said, yeah, okay, well, you're not a team leader. I was like, yeah, I just have worked. I know what this position looks like since it entails. I don't think that's the best use of our human resources and of anything. It's going to tire out who is already there more than it already has been walking five plus miles a day. And that conversation was extremely awkward. Thank God it never happened. All my coworkers like, you know, Kyle, thanks for speaking up. That's awesome. Like, good job. That was stupid to, and I actually got like talked to later. Like I need to like know where I'm coming from, know my they essentially know your place without saying know your place kind of thing, and it's just like we use that example. We haven't used names, and I will not, but use that as a perfect example of what good leadership entails. Good. So unfortunately, in that circumstance, we had an just one of those higher-ups not understanding how to take feedback constructively and apply it constructively to their situation and that circumstance is being a leader of a retail store and other circumstance might be a leader of your community or your workplace one of the great things about leadership is people talk to you and you have access to Tons of information because people know who, know your power. They know what you're capable of and they trust you to tell you and give you these tips. Uh, If they trust you to give you those tips, that's amazing. A lot of people don't trust leaders to give them their advice. And as a leader, your job is to sit there and take that advice, chew on it, say, this is, if this is what people think, how can I adapt this? So it's a better situation for the people under me. And on top of that, if it's a better situation for the people that you're a leader of, it's a better situation for you because you're the leader of that household. The household's happier. You're happier. You kind of helped like direct this way. One of the things as a leader, you can't get to that position. Assume you made it and forget about the people who you're leader of because that's the point. That is the I'm getting passionate here. That's the point of the position. The point of a position of leadership is not to stroke your ego, however the however big you think that you may be when you're not, you're the size of a gnat. Your job as a leader to equip, engage, and make those people under you that you're a lead, not even under you, to make the people that choose to follow you to better their lives. They don't have to follow you. For all you people that think I'm talking to the people that think they've arrived as a leader. Maybe you've already clicked off by now, but I hope you're still listening. Or if you're not yet, listen to what I have to say, because this is going to help you in your future leadership. Your job. If you can't remember anything I've ever said this, this one podcast episode alone, or this whole podcast, no, leadership is to serve others, not yourself. If you get anything, if you don't listen to any of my other podcasts, or this is the first episode, and you only get one thing on my podcast to carry with the rest of your life, it's this. Leadership is made to serve others and not yourself. It has become convoluted where they want to serve themselves by having the other serve them. You will not be a good leader. Excuse my French. Will you be the crappiest leader to ever survive? I want to use another word because I'm feeling it right now, but I'm choosing not to because we're family friendly around here and Kyle talks, but you know what I was going to say? Leadership is not about serving yourself. People are choosing to follow you. Sometimes they don't choose to because a work situation, they just have to, right? But they want to be able to come up to you and say, Hey, this is what I've seen. Maybe you don't even implement what they're saying, but you need to hear them. And okay, I'm adding that to my box. I'm putting that into my food. I'm going to chew on it. And I'll come out with a decision or something to better yourself or your work environment in a day or two, or our community in a day two, or in our basketball games that we played in a day or two. When I led the basketball thing, there's so many people like that would And here's another aspect of leadership too. There's so many people who will come up to you just to complain, just to do it. I saw it as an RA. I saw it at my job. Even when I was a leader of a small basketball group, like I organized it, organizer, maybe not even leader, just an organizer. People will complain just to go. And man, it's hard to sit there and listen to them. But that's the job at the end of the day. You're serving them, not yourself. So even if it's a ludicrous thing, listen to it chew on it is it good or bad if it's bad spit it out if it's good okay how can we make it better but you're listening to them you're making people people want to feel seen and heard it's not easy hearing and hearing other people speak it's not easy dealing with people who like well this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong it's not the easiest but there is nothing more fulfilling than caring for people other than yourself and that's not even a leadership role we can start getting into just caring about people Here's what I've seen though in my young life and I'm still kind of developing and I'm seeing people who naturally serve others and naturally just care about others, they become a leader in some way anyways. Isn't that weird? Maybe, maybe there's time to prove me wrong on that and you think about some of your own circumstances where you know people like that, but usually people who care about others and just serve them and help them and are there for them, they usually end up becoming a leader in some shape or way or form or fashion eventually, Right? Now, that's not easy. I know we just talked about circumstances where stuff like that's not easy. But do you get what I'm saying? Leadership's not pretty. It can be pretty. But what every day and day and day and day that goes into being a leader, it's gritty. It's nasty. Sometimes you don't want to do it. You don't want to listen to people. Sometimes you don't. So I hope you get what I'm saying here. Leadership isn't pretty. It can look pretty, but it's really gritty on the inside. So, what I want you to take away from this is if you're aspiring to become a leader or you're already a leader, know that you're serving them and not yourself. And naturally, you will a rising tide lifts all ships. Naturally, you and the people who choose to follow you at your job, at your work, in your personal life, etc., you guys will all rise together, anyways. It's a perfect, like self-fulfilling prophecy that really helps everyone and just care about people. Just care about people. If you've got it twisted or you don't know what you're doing, that's okay. Just learn to care about people. You'll learn. We're humans. There's grace, right? We get annoyed. We say some things we don't mean. Everyone has. But there's grace. Let's learn to be better with each other and not contort leadership in some pretty thing where you have everything you want, where it's something you'd have to work for for years to get. Okay? Can we do that? Can we be better off as people doing that? Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I really hope you learned something. Please share. Tag me in your Instagram stories. Share, 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 review, and please let me know how you guys like it. Um, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. If you made it to this end, to this end of the episode, text me, leadership. Um, I will love you forever. We'll have a conversation about it. You guys are awesome. You guys are amazing. Be a leader. Be someone who just cares about people. Let's... Let's exit the whole leader thing. Just be someone who cares about people. And naturally things come with that, you know. And not a weird way, but in a way you really do care. Um, You guys are awesome. You're blessed. You're valued. And you're more loved than you really know. This has been Kyle Talks. I'll see you guys at Phyconomy week two. Some crazy things have happened so far. Can't wait to talk about it. You guys are awesome. Share, review, like, subscribe. This is not even YouTube. Just do it all. Just do it all. You guys are awesome. Peace. Hey, just broke the them ships, give me six. Back on my shit like I just took a piss. All my money blue like I hang with the Crips. If I hop on this track, it slap like a blip. I just pushed out the whip when the blitz, and this bitch Pants from Japan on my Tokyo drip.